0: Welcome to the Ladies in Waiting Podcast, the resting place for servants leading the way. And good morning and welcome. Welcome to today's podcast or pod class, as we like (laughs) to call it. We're so glad that you joined us today. I'm India Williams. I am Christy Wilson. And we are ready to tackle another topic when it comes to breaking down the word of God. So, Christy, you got to let them know today, what are we focusing on for today's podcast?
1: Today's podcast is very simply one word, abide, abiding
0: in the Lord. Okay, abide. expand
1: Uh, it out, abiding in the Lord, yes.
0: Abiding in the Lord, okay. Um, And you know, we always love to go to the word, the word of God, the word mm-hmm. of the Lord, um, when we are really, you know, digging deep and trying to really understand what it is that God is saying to us and what it is that God wants from us or wants us to do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, what's going to be our scripture anchor today, Christy?
1: So our scripture, um, uh for today is John 15 verses 1
0: through 8. Okay, John 15 verses 1 through 8 uh, Maybe a familiar passage to many people, um, but you know how we do it. If you've been uh, on any of our other pod classes, you know that there are two things we're going to do before we dig into the word. <laughs> we're always going to pray and we're always going to go over the materials that are going to help you be able to truly Dig into the word and glean or get what you're going to need. Absolutely. So, with that, let's start off by giving everybody some time to go get the things that they need. And then we'll have our prayer and then we'll get to digging. Does that sound oh, like a good plan, Chris?
1: Sounds like a plan. you know, we got to tell them what it is. Even though if you've been with us in this podcast before, you know, we have our standard list. But if this is your first time, you will need, I'm going to put this up, your Bible. It can be a physical Bible, it can be on your phone, computer, does not matter, have the word of God with you. Mm -hmm. Something to write with, pencil, again, your phone, computer, and something to write on, paper. So as India said, take a moment or two to get those items together, the word of God, something to write with, and something to write on. Mm -hmm. Then we will pray and get it.
0: That sounds great and Christy, um, I noticed you held up your Bible today what which Bible are you using today?
1: I am using sorry my blur is on but I'm using the Serendipity Bible. It is an NIV Bible study Bible it is awesome for personal study group mm-hmm. study. It's um, divided into different like courses you can take by topic or um, so it has like different studies study lanes you can take. and so it's a really awesome awesome study the Bible, and I've had it for a very long time. So every now and then I pull this out to do some digging, uh, dig deeper for myself and uh, the Word. So what about All you, Andy? Right. What do you have today?
0: Wonderful. Well, today I'm using our trustee, like you said, if you've ever been to any of our pod classes, you know some of our favorites. Serendipity is definitely one of them. And then also we've got The Tony Evans Bible, the Tony Evans study Bible is also one of our favorites and that's in the CSB. Um, So we're going to come from, you know, two different um, versions, translations today. So that can help us dig even deeper. So with that, I think we've given people time to get what they need. Let's go ahead and pray. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you so much.
1: Mm, Thank you, Lord, for this time to study your word and to be in your word and to be in your presence. Lord, we just pray for every single person who's listening to this podcast that they will get out of it what you want them to get out of it, Lord Jesus, including us. Yes, Lord. Lord, lead and guide us. Let it be all about you and not about us, Lord. Your word is the truth and lead and guide us into all truth. We plead the blood of your son, Jesus, over this time and for every single person listening. We love you, and we thank you in advance. Thank you for teaching us how to abide in you. Yes. We love you, and we thank you so much, Lord. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we
0: pray. Amen. 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 All right. So today we are, as Christy already shared, we're going to be, um, as far as our anchor scripture passage we're going to be looking at john 15 verses 1 through 8 all right so christy you want to go ahead and read it for us sure okay
1: and i've got of course uh once again i've got the uh, niv okay so here we go i am the true vine and my father is the gardener he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful you were already clean because of the word i've spoken to you remain in me and i will remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself it must remain in the vine neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me i am the vine you are the branches if a man remains in me and i in him he will bear much fruit Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask what, whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples.
0: Oh, mm, mm. there is a Ooh, lot all that's meaty. there. All it of is, is, is a lot meaty. there. All of that is meaty. It is. Mm-hmm. And I noticed in verse four, mine uses the same terminology. Um, the CSB: "remain in me, and I in you." Just mm. as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine neither can you unless you remain in me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the New King James Version, that verse four, instead of utilizing the word remain, it utilizes the word abide. So yes. in the New King James Version, uh, verse four says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me Mm. okay so we said that's what we're really talking about today is abiding but looking at the csb and looking at the niv that you read christy we already have an idea of what is a synonym for the word abide Mm -hmm. right there from the from the particular ones we we read Previously, right. so kind of break that down because there's a lot of people that are like have heard that before, you know. That abide in me. What does that mean, you know? And also kind of breaking down this 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 just imagery that we have going on here. And I love it, you know. God, Jesus is so dope. God is so dope, you <laughs> so, know, because he always has a way to connect to whoever is. The listener, whoever is the learner, he mm-hmm. has a way to connect to them. Um, Jesus is known for using parables, mm-hmm. you know, for using you know earthly stories with heavenly meanings. And so, as we read this, you know, we're, we're thinking about the people of that time. This imagery would have a direct uh, connection to them. Mm-hmm. They would. Th- this would be something that they would be experiencing on a daily basis, many of them had to cultivate their own food. Many of them had to grow their own food, Mm -hmm. you know? And so they would have been very aware of this imagery and would have had a, a natural connection to this understanding of the imagery of the vine and the branches and all of this. Mm -hmm. So as we look at the beginning of this, he says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. So just to be clear, Let's get these pieces together. Who is the what? So who is the true vine? Yes, Jesus. Okay. And my father is the gardener. So who's the gardener? And then New King James uh, says the vine dresser. Okay. So Mm -hmm. the gardener or the vine dresser. And so then it says every branch in me. So who is the branch? That'd be us, wouldn't it? That's us. Mm -hmm. We're the branch. We're the branch. So just see that in your mind. See this vine. You know, think about, you know, grapes or, you know, think about a Mm grapevine. Think about, you know, you've got the vine. Jesus says that's him. You know, it's woven through everything. Mm -hmm. The person who's taking care of all the things is the vine dresser or the gardener. That's God. And we are the branches connected to Jesus. Okay, so have that imagery in your mind, have that imagery in your mind. And then let's go ahead, Christy, if you don't mind from that place, then let's uh, start at verse two again.
1: Let's see, verse two says, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful.
0: Okay, and then let's go ahead and skip to verse four again, just that first part, uh, verse four A.
1: Remain in me and I will remain in you. And as you were saying also to abide in me and I will abide in you. No branch can bear
0: fruit by itself. Okay, so with that thought in mind, let's talk about what does it mean to abide? A lot of people are like, well, what does that mean? You know, it's right. not a word I use very often in my, you know, daily terminology, you know, what does that mean? And as we said, just the reading we've done already gives us a great idea of what it, it means does.
1: to abide. It mm. does, it does. I mean, you know, in Webster's Dictionary, if you look at the Dictionary, you know, abide means to dwell, to mm. stay, yes, to remain. yes. So where, you know, wherever, you know, where you're at stay there Uh um being still so being in the presence of uh because the word especially for me like dwell i think about it in a place of you know being in someone's home Uh you know going someplace visiting someone and staying there Uh Uh Um, spending time with them and so that's the dictionary definition of Abide. Now I know that you were looking at uh, the breakdown of the word in the Greek, Indy. So what did you find mm-hmm. when you uh, kind of, you know, did some research and looking at the word in the Greek
0: well, translation? The, the Greek word here that's used that you know some of the translation version we read said remain. The other said abide. That original Greek word is meno, m-e-n-o, meno. And it has a very similar definition to what you just shared, Christy. It means to remain or stay. It is the simple idea of remaining in a place. So another word could be living, dwelling. It's mm-hmm. where you live, it's where you dwell, it's where you you um live and sustain life, right? Yes. You stay there, you remain there. It's not this temporary thing that you you know, visit, it's not an Airbnb type of living situation. This is where I live. This is my home. Yes. This is where I thrive. This is where I stay. This is my safe place. Now, if we take that into the context of the relationship Mm. between God, the gardener, Jesus, the vine, and us as the branches, what is that saying needs to be our relationship with God? And with Jesus. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you see that, Christy?
1: Yeah, I mean, dwelling in his presence, you know, being with him,
0: yeah, staying with him, remaining in him. And what I love too, Christy, it says, Remain in me and I in you. Yes. So it's not a one-sided relationship. It's not that Jesus wants us in the place with his back to us. No, just as we are actively being with him, dwelling with him, staying with him, remaining with him, he's doing the same with us. It's a connection. Yes. Okay. It's a connection. It's a connection. He's staying with us. He's remaining with us. He's Mm -hmm. living with us. He ain't going nowhere and we ain't going nowhere. That is the um, original design of the relationship with Christ. Just like that's the original design Mm -hmm. between a branch and a vine. That's the way it's supposed to operate. Yes. And so what I, what I love is in here, you know, uh, it talks about what happened when the branch does remain and what happens when the branch doesn't. Doesn't. Yeah. And so let's talk a little bit about that. So First of all, I guess we got to break it down to just everyday terminology. How do we remain in God? How do we abide in God? How do we abide in Christ? How do we, uh, on a daily basis, what can I do to remain in his presence, to Mm -hmm. stay in his presence? Or as it said here, how do I remain in this place of a relationship with Christ? What do I need to do on a daily basis?
1: Well, one of the first things is I think about is, you know, going to the the, one of the greatest gifts he's given us, one of the greatest gifts Mm -hmm. is his word. Yes. You know, one way that you can abide with the Lord in the Lord Mm -hmm. is to read his word
0: yes because
1: i mean what does the lord say you know he is his word he is the living word hallelujah and so to be to read his word is to dwell with him is to stay with him is to pour also to him into you and so you know the word like i said reading it studying it and knowing it and you know you brought up something you know you know a few minutes a few minutes ago about it's having a relationship Mm-hmm. You know, abiding is about our relationship with the Lord. I mean, so by reading his word, you will learning more about him. He already knows more. He already knows everything about us. He's designed us. So as we learn more about him, mm-hmm. we get a stronger, deeper relationship with him. Just think about a person. I mean, just think about your personal relationships in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people that you spend the most time with,
0: mm-hmm.
1: those that you know the best, you have a deep relationship with, you know them and they know you. Mm-hmm. It's the same with God. And, and even in 10 times better, a thousand mm-hmm. times better. I mean, it's just fantastic. You know, you the more you read his word, mm-hmm. the more you're spending time with him. And the more you're getting the essence of who he is and how much he loves you mm-hmm. inside of you. And you're tightening up and growing that relationship. So it's the word of God. Absolutely,
0: Christy. And I mean, you said a lot there. Just even, <laughs> I mean, that was very, no, I'm serious. Like, that was packed. Like, even the fact that Jesus tells us that he is the living word. Yes. Um so abiding in the word of God or st- even staying in the word of God, you know, staying committed to reading uh the Bible, to studying the Bible, mm-hmm. even listening to these podcasts, that is a way that it is helping you to remain in Christ, to abide. And I love because actually what you said is even um confirmed in verse 7. In Book hmm. seven, I'm going here back to the uh, new King James. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, yes. you will ask what you desire and it shall be done
1: for you. Amen.
0: So it says right there that he not only wants us to rest in him, to dwell with him, remain with him, but he said, my words, I want my words to rest in you
1: to yes. abide
0: in you. He wants his words, yes, to God to abide in us, stay in us, remain in us. And then we're we'll talking a little bit said here, what are the results of that? But, you know, I think another thing that we can definitely do that's uh, on a daily basis that helps us remain in the word of God is of course, engaging in prayer. I'm yes, not, I'm not saying to just pray, but I said, engaging in prayer, come on, break that uh, down. You Why, know, why'd you say engaging? Yes, because come on. a lot of times what we want to do is just have a grocery list of things that we want to lay at Jesus's feet mm. to take care of us, and then we out. We yes. say the list, and we out. But I say engaging in prayer because prayer is a conversation. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, just in my other relationships, my earthly physical relationships, you know, whether it's with a loved one or whatever, I don't like when people talk at me. Yes. I like when people talk with me. It's a conversation, mm-hmm. right? That shows love and respect and connection. Yes. Same thing here with prayer. We can have a prayer attitude that it's literally just, I'm talking at Jesus. Jesus, let me tell you something. Jesus, let me tell you what happened to me today. Jesus, let me tell you something. Jesus, let me tell you what I need. Jesus, let me tell you something. And I'm just talking, 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 talking to them out. But when we engage in prayerful conversation with Jesus on a daily basis where we, yes, Of course, take what happened to the day to him. Of course, take our questions. Of course, take our concerns. As we saw here, once again, like we said in verse seven, Mm -hmm. no, it said here, um, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. So I'm not saying that you're not supposed to ask Jesus for the things that you desire, but it's about the engagement of the conversation that once I talk, I actually stop and actively listen, Yes. expecting an answer, expecting that God is going to speak to me, that Jesus well, is going to speak to me. And he may do it through another person. He may do it through, you know, when I am reading the word that, you know, there may be a specific word in the Bible mm-hmm. that speaks to, you know, whatever I'm desiring or asking for yes. or asking about. You know, so engaging in the actual act and conversation of prayer versus talking at Jesus. I'm talking with Jesus, which each conversation, each prayer is drawing us closer and yes. closer and closer together to that, you know, remaining and staying that last till eternity, throughout eternity.
1: A. A- Man, and you know, D, what you just said about engaging in prayer and the fact that you reread verse seven, even look at how verse seven is structured. So, the part about talking about ask whatever you wish
0: uh-huh. is second. Mm. Come on, break it what down. What comes girl. before
1: it is exactly what you just said. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, if you abide in me. And my words abide in you. Ask whatever you wish, and it will be given you. It's the order of the words. It's the order mm-hmm. of the sentence. Yes. And so it's mm-hmm. the relationship first. Like you said, engaging in mm-hmm. prayer, spending time with him. Yes. Then ask whatever you wish. The ask whatever you wish part of this verse did not come first. Mm-hmm. The abiding in me and my, me abiding in you came first. And, you know, mm-hmm god you are so god is so sovereign yes he is and so when you read the word i mean read the word and look at mm-hmm. everything nothing is wasted i didn't even notice that until when you said engaging in prayer and then i looked at verse seven again he talked about the laundry list not just you know jesus is this and this is what i want and all these things and just you know dictating talking at him
0: mm-hmm.
1: Verse seven even says that abide in me Yes. I will abide in you. Ask whatever you wish. Mm-hmm. Then it will be given. It's the Come order of the God. thing.
0: It's the order mm. of the thing. Come ooh, on. Girl, ooh. Holy Spirit, you are moving today. He really is. You are moving today. He really today. is. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you,
1: Lord. But yeah, that was powerful, D about engaging. I love that word, engaging in
0: prayer. Engaging in prayer, you know, because it takes work to engage. It takes it work does. to engage, you know, and, and, and I think another thing that people overlook Christy, as far as that helps you truly abide in the Lord or abide with the Lord, mm-hmm. um, is abiding through community. Yes. Now, now a lot of times we feel like, okay, yes, this is a relationship with me and Jesus and it is, but think about a vine. Let's go back to that imagery. When you see a grapevine, is it the natural inclination? If a grapevine does what it's supposed to do, are you only going to see one branch?
1: No. You see, yes, hundreds and hundreds of branches all together, Hundreds and clusters.
0: hundreds of clusters. Ooh, I like that. Clusters. Huh. So with going along with the imagery, and remember, Jesus is very purposeful. Anything Mm. he says, anything he does has significance and meaning. And so to specifically utilize this imagery of the vine, it's not just because, yes, it's something that the people of that time would be very familiar with, but every single piece of it is speaking to what he's trying to say. Mm -hmm. So in this, we understand that the natural uh, purpose of a vine is to have many branches. I love how you said clusters of branches. And so we have to understand that, yes, we are meant to have our own relationship with Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have uh get into heaven based on my mama's relationship with Jesus. I have Absolutely. to have a relationship with him of my own, Yes, but being in community with people like my mama who has a relationship with him and mm-hmm. other people that are connected to the vine, Mm-hmm. Is going to make me stronger. Yes. A vine with one branch. Pretty weak. But you have that vine with many branches doing what it was intended to do is going to be a powerful thing. So. Yes. We really need to remember that we are called to be a part of a Christian community, whether it's your local church. Uh, whether it's even in addition to that, something like this, being a part of a ministry such, you know, we have our ladies and waiting ministry, Mm -hmm. you know, but being a part of a ministry as I love the terminology used with clusters, Christy, um, but having those clusters that where you meet with other people who are also abiding, remaining, staying with Christ will definitely fortify, um, our relationship with Christ too.
1: Absolutely. And I was thinking too, when you mentioned that about the community too, you know, like you said, in every word, you know, there's no, there's never a word wasted in in the word. Yes. And with the imagery about the vine uh, and the branches and also too about fruit, you know, remaining in the vine and we're, we're us, you know, we're bearing fruit, you know, you never see a piece of fruit. And this natural element when it's growing by itself. Mm. Like, you know, yes. when you think about the vine and the branches brings up the imagery for me of grapes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where I was thinking about, cl- that's, what I think, that's what I was thinking about when I said cluster. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when you get grapes in the grocery store, they're on, they're in a cluster of grapes, they're, they're mm-hmm. together, they're in a cluster. You don't mm-hmm. see one single grape. Grapes grow together on a vine. Yes. You know, apples grow together on an apple tree. there's yes. lots of apples, lemons on a lemon tree. They're always there's always together, yes, it's not one single. you never see a beautiful, flourishing apple tree
0: mm-hmm.
1: that is doing what it's designed to do, which is produce apples. Yes, one apple on it. If there's only one apple on an apple tree, something is wrong with the tree,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. It is,
1: it, but if it's doing what it's supposed to do, you see hundreds upon hundreds yes. of apples together. And so that's, that's the image. You said com- Yes. Thriving, healthy. Yes. That's the image when I thought about, D. when you said community, I was like, you know, exactly. You know, we're stronger together. Absolutely. You know, we help each other out. We're not expected to have all things, know all things and do all things. Only the Christ, only God himself knows all things Mm -hmm. can do all things and he uses his people yes to get his word to speak his word to help strengthen you Mm -hmm. so don't be out there alone by yourself it is like you said it is absolutely important to have your own personal relationship with christ but do not walk this path alone it is hard number one it's hard enough in general do not walk this path by yourself because you don't have to Yes. You've got the word. You've got engaging in prayer. Mm -hmm. And you've got the community of believers. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. You know, and it's, you're not meant to. Uh, You know, you may notice that we've constantly been talking about doing what it was designed to do or doing, you know, living in its purpose. You know, we keep saying these things about this particular ministry. And that's it. We're not meant to do our relationship with Jesus all by ourselves. There are components and elements that, yes, it's just between us and Jesus, Mm -hmm. but we're also doing that, as Christy said, clustered with others in different ways, church, ministry, et cetera. And so with that, We've talked about, you know, three ways that we can stay connected and Mm -hmm. that we, that, you know, do things as intended that we're supposed to do to stay connected with Christ. Um, we said reading or abiding in his word, engaging in prayer. Mm -hmm. And then of course, also, um, being a part of a community growing with the community, um, but there are hindrances. You know, Christy said earlier that an apple tree that has one apple, something's wrong with that. It's not growing or thriving as it's supposed to. Um, so there can be hindrances mm-hmm. to us abiding with Christ. And so, Christy, just from your own experience, what do you think are are some of the things that can hinder us from abiding um, in Christ, abiding with Christ? Life. <laughs> I mean the
1: busyness of doing life
0: yeah
1: um you know working, mm-hmm. you know taking care of yourself, take care of you know your your family um you know whatever uh, other responsibilities you have maybe to different mm-hmm. organizations even to your church um whatever it may be, just sometimes your everyday life yes it can be life and life and can hinder <laughs> you from, Being in the word Mm -hmm. and engaging in prayer and spending time in the community of believers. And that's why, honestly, look, those three things about how to abide in the Lord are not going to organically happen. Yes. Meaning that you're not just going to get an extra four or five hours in the course of your day. And you're like, and I'll be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Even if I had an extra four or five hours in my day, I'd probably find something else to fill it up with. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be deliberate and intentional about Mm -hmm. doing those things. Because honestly, what can hinder you is life. I mean, just your every day going about your business. I'm lifing. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, I got to bring home the cheese. I got to do this. I got to do that. Yes. All the I have to do's can hinder you.
0: Absolutely. And I, I I love you use the word intentional. Yes, we have to be intentional. We cannot be passive when it comes to, you know, remaining in Christ. Think about a grapevine. Let's go back to the imagery. You know, there's foxes. There's all types of other animals. You know, there's all types of little animals and things that are going to come and, 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 and try to uh, mess up that vine doing what it's supposed to do there's the little foxes and it's not so you know it do only have to be a big fox it's the little foxes yes you know there's there's even that terminology of the, the little foxes spoil the hen house yes know? but they can also spoil the grapes they can they can spoil that vine um or the the branches connection to the vine let me say mm-hmm. that And so with that in mind, we have to be intentional. We cannot be passive and just, well, let's see what happens. You know, maybe I have time to pray today. Maybe I'll have time to read the word. Let's just see what happens. We cannot be passive when it comes to our relationship with Christ and our remaining with him. And I want to keep going back to with because it says remain in me and I in you. It's a with Yes, together, with him together. And there will be things that, like you said, life be life. in. And so as life comes in, if we are not intentional, if we are not focused. Yes. And we may even have to plan it and, and we may have to write it on a calendar. Yes. We may have to talk to our family and say, hey, this is my my personal time with Christ. This is my prayer time. This is my study time. I'm going to block off an hour and don't none of y'all bother me. You know, we may have to be, we have to be so intentional Mm. about remaining in Christ because there will be hindrances mainly of, I don't have enough time or we let other things steal Mm. the time. But, you know, one of my favorite go-to books is the purpose driven life by Rick Warren. Mm, And I've read it a lot of times. I'm going to tell you this much. Like, honestly, the first time I tried to read it, (laughs) literally the first sentence Christy knows this. The first sentence, I remember, closed the book and I couldn't read it again for almost two and a half years. It said, it's not about you. That's how he starts the book off. It's not about you. I said, oh, wow. And I had to close the book because God dealt with me for two and a half years about, it's not about you. Um. But I picked that book up often to remind me of the purpose-driven life. And one thing that Rick Warren says in that book, he says that We have just enough time each day to do the things that we are purposed to do. And if we find that we don't have enough time to do all the things we're trying to do, we're trying to do some things that don't align with our purpose.
1: Yeah. Mm. And so say that, okay. (laughs) I got that book on my shelf too. So, uh, and it's been a long, it's been many, many years since I cracked it open. So please say that again because that's a I'm about, I got to take my glasses off so I can see a moment so so I can hear but you know honestly I mean please can you say that again I mean truly
0: he says that we have just enough hours in the day to do the things that we are purposed to do from God and if we find out that we find ourselves not having enough time to do all the things we're trying to do then some of the things that we are trying to do do not align with our purpose Period. I mean, honestly. A day is designed, a day from God is designed to give you enough time to do the things you're purpose to do. And if we are not finding that we have enough time, then you're just doing some things you aren't purposed to do. And so with that in mind, we know from this imagery, we know from this scripture what we are purposed to do. If we say we are Christians, we say that we are in a relationship with Christ. We are trying and striving to be Christ-like. And Mm -hmm. part of that means that then our purpose becomes that we abide in him. So part of the day is reserved and actually made and created to make sure that we can abide in him. Yes. So that's why we have to be intentional. We have to be aggressive when it comes to making sure that on a daily basis, we abide in him with that engaging in prayer and that reading of his word and letting his word remain in us or abide in us and also being a part of a community.
1: And, you know, I have so many words in my mouth right now.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) Christy. Number one, uh, I'm going to have to later on get the I'm going to have to scroll through the purpose-driven life so I can find that exact phrase again because that's meaty um also to what you just said about you know our purpose you know we're created to be in relationship with Christ amen also to how are we going to know what our purpose is if we don't spend time with him to get to find out because (sighs) and yes on a larger scale of the purpose of our life absolutely but you know, God gives us our daily bread.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And so, but so if we want to live out our purpose, let's look at that in, in micro pieces of time. Come on. We want to live out our purpose for the day. Every single day is a new day.
0: Yes, thank you. If
1: God. I want to live out my purpose of what God has built and designed me to do for today. Yes. How do I know what that is? Only way I know what that is, is to be in his presence and mm. get those directions from him, okay, of, hey, Christy, this is what you need to do today. This is not what you need to do today. Because like you said, if I don't get those directions, if I haven't spent time with him and there's things I'm trying to do and I find that yes. I don't have enough time in my day to do them, yes. then what's happened is, like you just said, what's happened is I'm trying to do some things I was not purposed to do this particular day. Yes, I've run out of time, honestly. Hmm. No, Hmm. there is no running out of time. Time is, is, is the same element every single day. There are 24 hours in every single day. Yes, it does not get less than or there's not more of every single day. Yes, so there's no running out of time. What it really is, is I've done too much. I have too much on my plate some of these things I'm supposed to be doing and some of them I'm not supposed to be doing and I'm trying to do all of them I'm stressed out and I'm panicked and I don't know what to do I don't have enough time in my day no you do this is speaking to me so deeply Dee I mean so mm-hmm. you do have enough time you should know what you need to do today and you mm-hmm. only know mm-hmm. that by abiding in the Lord so he can Dwell and abide and remain and stay and engage with you, because honestly, let's be real. God's not going anywhere. He has not gone anywhere. He's not on vacation. He is present twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. We can leave, but He always stays. Ooh, I feel like I've gone off on a tangent. My
0: apologies. <laughs> no, you didn't. You are right, smack that. I no, you're that right there. We're right there with you, Christy. We're right there with you. You are making it plain. God is making it plain through you, and and you know we we're, we're we're talking about we talked about what it means to abide. We talked about how you abide. We talked about what can hinder abiding. But now we need to talk about exactly what you're leading us to, Christy. Which is what are the results? What what are the results? And the result is the why. If you want to know why we are created you know to be the branches and why were the branches and all of that it, it, it's because of this. it's because of the what are the results? Yes. What are the benefits of abiding with Christ, of abiding yes. in Christ? What are those benefits? Well, it says right here, it's the fruit.
1: I'm looking right at it. Yes. It's the fruit.
0: It's yes. the fruit. Now now we've made it very clear. we' it's very clear in the scripture, okay. Uh, the vine is Christ. We are the branches. God is the gardener, taking care of things. The vine dresser, you know, making sure things are going as they should. But then, if we're connected and abiding in Christ, there will be fruit. So, what is the fruit? Someone may be asking. What do you think, Christy? What is the fruit? What 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 is the benefit or the results? Of abiding with
1: christ and what's funny is that you know you already spoke about it Mm. you know the benefits of abiding with christ are living out your purpose come on in christ come on and, and being able to answer the call that he has called you to yes that is the fruit yes um is being able to live out your life in purpose, live out That's your right. life with abundance, live out your life, you know, whole, healthy, and fully alive Yes, in Christ. Yes. And if we want to really go deeper, talking about fruit, the imagery of the fruit, we can think about the fruits of the spirit.
0: Yes. Yes. Your life
1: will show the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, mm-hmm. patience, kindness, meekness, and self-control.
0: Yes. You yes, know,
1: those are some of the fruits from that you will develop, that you mm-hmm. will bear. And also, too, let's think about what fruit does. Fruit is a food. And so it's not just for you. It's for those around you, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You'll be able to give out those things to
0: others. Oh. We'll be
1: sustained. Come on, Woo! Holy Spirit. Holy I'm
0: about to Spirit. take a run
1: around this office.
0: Woo! That I mean, that fruit is basically the manifestation of the divine life. It is the manifestation of what God has created you to do and what he has created you to be. It is the manifestation of the divine life. It's living out your purpose. It's living out your character. It's living out the identity of Christ. It's doing what God has created you to do, and you cannot do it apart from Christ. It says right here, if we go back here to what is that? Verse 2. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he rem- he removes and he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. If you are not connected to Christ, you are not going to live out your destiny. You are not going to live out your, you are not going to manifest your divine life, your divine destiny. You are not going to be able to do it apart from him. Apart from him, we can do nothing. No. With if we stay in him, we have to also anticipate here with verse two that if you're not producing your fruit, it says you'll be removed. Yes. You don't just fall away. Think about a branch that's that's dangling from the vine. Little wind comes through, it's gonna fall off. The little foxes yes. come, it's going to be the first one to fall off. Yes. You'll be removed. And I love that he even makes it clear. Anybody that's been a gardener, you know the importance of pruning. I was, you know you the importance of around in my brain. You know pruning means that we are cutting certain things off that hinder the growth. Yes. Of, of the branch, of the plant. And so we have to know that God is. Is going to allow, because remember, the branch doesn't cut itself. The gardener does the pruning. So God will allow things in our lives. Holy Spirit help with this word. God will allow things in our lives that may hurt in the process, like a cutting away. Yes. but He is allowing those things because they help grow us and help us stay connected to Christ and help us do what we were created to do. It helps us produce the fruit and not just the fruit, but what does it say here? It says more fruit, more fruit, more fruit. And that fruit is truly anything anything like you said it's a, its our character its our identity its ministry its evangelism it's 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 living out your destiny yes it's all of those things and you cannot do it apart from God look at verse 5 i am the vine you are the branches the one who remains in me and i in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch and he withers. They gather them, throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you remain in me, And my words remain in you. Ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. My father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. I was created to make his praise glorious. I was was created to glorify God. You were created to glorify God. And when we produce fruit and we give him the glory, we glorify him. When people look at our works... And they say, wow, Christy, you wrote that devotional. Wow. Wow. You guys do that. That is an opportunity to bring glory to God, which we were created to do. And we cannot do that apart from Christ. We cannot. We cannot. And if we will not stay and abide in Christ, there are consequences. Yes. There are consequences. You will wither, it says. And he withers. They gather them, throw them into the fire, and they are burned. You have no protection. Mm. That vine protects you. When you yes. are tight and connected to the vine, it's not easy to pull the whole branch away. It's not easy. It's protecting you, holding you, keeping you. And that and the gardener can protect what is connected to the vine. Yes. But a gardener cannot sow a branch back onto the vine. You have no protection. You are mm. not gonna live out your what you were created to do. Yes. You're not gonna live out your purpose. I hope, I'm not saying this in a judgmental way, I myself for others, but I want, I feel in my spirit, Christy, the seriousness of abiding in Christ. This is not some cute little thing to write a little blog post about. This is for real. Yes. There are for real consequences. If we allow ourselves to let the life in, Keep us from abiding, doing the things that help us to abide or remain or stay in Christ. Yet, if we make the, if we're obedient to what we're supposed to do, if we're obedient to our role as a branch, if we are obedient to the word of God and remain in Christ and stay in Christ, look at this. I mean, this is powerful. Verse seven, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. Yes. That's crazy.
1: Ask whatever you want and it will be done for you.
0: And and honestly, I'm a witness, Christy. It may not happen today. It may not happen tomorrow. It may take seven, eight years, maybe even longer. But everything that I have prayed for and asked God for, it may not have come the way I wanted it to or expected it to, Mm -hmm. but he has answered every single one of my prayers. Amen. And I know it's because of this word right here, because if, if we will make, if we will be obedient, even to the point of sacrifice, but the obedience is greater than the sacrifice. Just know that. But if we will be obedient to the point of sacrifice, to abide, remain, and stay with Christ no matter what, no matter who, no matter when, we will see fruit from our prayer life. We will see fruit from our Bible intake. We will see fruit from walking with other Christians who are trying to do the same thing. Yes. We will see fruit and that fruit will remain it won't be that you know little little bitty fruit that's you know going to yes. die tomorrow it's going to be the fruit that remains our work will have a legacy
1: yes that's it i mean drop the mic i mean that's it i mean there's nothing else to say truly i mean <laughs> i mean honestly i mean holy spirit yeah lord yeah, lord has done and accomplished what he has set out to do this morning in this pod class
0: thank you god
1: because this is truly the hand of god and indy and i if you've listened to any of our podcast before we tell you on a regular basis that honestly there are times where you know we always have the topic um and the lord will give us a foundational verse and you know we'll have some background pieces to it what you all need to know is that i would say about maybe 90 percent of what is said and comes out of our mouths is not planned amen it is truly the holy spirit leading i mean there are times where honestly India's told me herself, that, you know, she'll go back and listen to you know of our pod class. Number one, I won't even remember the pie class, and I'll go back and listen to it. And she'll say, Hey, Christy, you know, something you said. I was like, What did I say? And so I'll go back and listen to it, and I won't even remember saying that. I'll be honest with you. I'll be like, What? I'm like, Lord, you were doing it. So just so you know, I mean, the Lord works with what's in you.
0: Hallelujah.
1: And if you pour the word in this pod class that we've done today and the pod classes that we always done are a result of that work that's not us that's him amen that is all he gets all honor all glory and all praise it is truly him amen. working in us making his word plain i mean that's what i'm telling you i mean i don't know if you knew this or not indian and for when you go back and play it again you probably see it at some point point in what you just said i threw my pencil across the room <laughs> you probably did six would have been distracting to you so I had a different pencil but I got a red pen now (laughs) but I had a blue pen and you said something I stood across the room I was like I can't think no more
0: (laughs) because oh god it was just
1: it was (sighs) you know god is so awesome I mean teaching us what abiding is teaching us about what it is yes you know how to do it yes you know what hinders it and the benefits and consequences of doing it or not. Yes, yes. So, you know, I, honestly, you know, you know, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We just thank you for what you've done Hallelujah. today. We just thank, thank you God. for your word and making it plain. Amen. Thank you for the visuals. Thank you. thank you, thank you, thank you. You get all honor, all glory, and all praise. It belongs to you. Thank you for teaching us. Your word it falls fresh every single day thank you for teaching us what it means to be with you abide with you because you're already abiding with us lord we thank you and we bless your holy name in the name of your son jesus christ we pray
0: amen 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 oh well Like Christy said, we go into this and we, you know, we have a scripture. And I do want to say, if you are one that does, you know, you want to maybe read a little bit more in addition, like we said, we read John 15 verses one through eight. Um, Also, we read an article that we really liked. Um, Mm, Yes. It's actually a website called goingdeeperstill.com goingdeeperstill.com there's a particular uh blog post they have that's called uh how to abide in christ um some of the uh, concepts that are shared in there definitely inspired us so if you want to read more like yes. i said go to goingdeeperstill.com and look up that how to abide in christ and that particular um blog post was made by khadijah wiggins so shout out to miss khadijah wiggins for cre- having fruit That's going to remain because she definitely inspired us as we were, um, you know, redoing a little background reading, because as Christy said, God works with what's in you. So as you pour in even a little, God will take that and he will use it to produce fruit that remains. Um, So with that, we also want to say we talked about the importance of being a part of a community. And that can be a component that helps you abide and remain in Christ. So we want to invite you to continue to be a part of the Ladies in Waiting. Ministry or community, there's several ways that you can do it. Keep on, you know, being a part of our podcast, our podcast, listening, <laughs> engaging. Um, if you ever want to, uh, also be a part of our Facebook group, we have a private Facebook group. Uh, you can just look us up, ladies in waiting. We also have a website, liwministries.com. Um, you can email us at any time, ladies in waiting 03, because we started in 2003. So, ladies in waiting 03. Uh, at gmail.com and then of course we have a very special group of women that get together once a month um, via zoom and we just basically have community we come together we encourage one another as we're all doing everything we can to stay remain and abide with christ yes so with that we want to thank everybody again for joining us in today's pod class and as we always say We want to encourage you to be a servant who leads the way. Amen. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ladies in Waiting podcast. If you'd like to find out more about the Ladies in Waiting ministry, feel free to go to our website at liwministries.com. You can also find out more by going to our Facebook group page. So keep listening, keep growing, and keep being a servant who's leading the way.